Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Of course, safe space for you to share your stories and what motivates you to stay active within the community to contribute to our cause to bring cosplayers together in this space. Follow us online for weekly content, cosplay, fandom, interviews, tips for how to build your brand in cosplay. You can find us at our website, www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com. Today we're going to talk about getting buried on TikTok and getting onto Twitch. So it might be a little bit of a longer episode, folks, which you already know because you've seen the download time. TikTok is for sure slowing down. And by that, I mean your posts are not getting nearly as much visibility as they once did because the platform is now in its organic space reaching saturation they've got enough people on platform so they don't have to circulate you as much to everybody else to get all of the sharing and get all of the hype and get people onboarded into that platform so reach is getting tough there's also nothing to say about the quality okay the quality of the followers that you have on tiktok possibly the most important part to keep track of on tiktok is to find out who is exactly watching you especially if you want to drive income or monetize your platform. So you can have a million TikTok followers, but your demographic may not be one that ever purchases anything from you. Certainly not online courses or online programs that cost, you know, in the neighborhood of $1,000 for you to, to bring to them. So if you're building a comprehensive course and you're trying to sell it on TikTok, you might find that there's nobody buying because you're just not hitting the demographic that would. Your target market is way off. And I'd say that the average user on TikTok is fairly young. I would be a fossil in terms of somebody who would be putting content on YouTube or on TikTok. The TikTok audience really gravitates towards tweens, teens, the younger crowd, 20s, if you're in your 30s and 40s and beyond, you're possibly reaching people on TikTok, but those are not followers that necessarily convert to other platforms. They're not necessarily followers that convert to sales. They're not necessarily people who are going to be going onto your website. There are a lot of other things to be considered about being TikTok famous and just the quality of the people or, you know, are they all bots? Because there's a lot of that on there too. It's It's a fairly unregulated space right now. So there's a lot of nonsense going on and it's relatively hard to keep track of because you can grow very quickly on TikTok. You can get a lot of people following your account, but you just don't really know who. For me, TikTok is very difficult in terms of the type of content you produce at scale on that platform. It's really a lot of thought for what turns into a seven second piece of content. So a photo, if you're putting on an Instagram or a video, you know, you can scale that, you can have a beginning and a middle and an end in a space of minutes, in the space of a half an hour and an hour, you can download a lot more content to other platforms. I mean, Twitch in comparison, you're putting out hours and hours of material versus TikTok where you've got seconds to catch people's attention and to have them then share that content out or to have it be relevant in TikTok. There's a lot of sharing that goes into Instagram, which is also getting buried on Instagram because it wants native content versus shared content from another platform. So what I mean is that a lot of people are just taking their TikToks, throwing them on Instagram and hoping that it sticks. And what you're going to find is that it is not 
because it's TikTok. You're taking your feed from TikTok and you're just sharing it into your stories. That gets a little bit of reach. Facebook doesn't really like that. Instagram doesn't really like that. And you'll see the same thing between Facebook and YouTube. So if you're putting links to your YouTube videos inside Facebook, it's not going to translate. You're not going to be able to bring people onto YouTube from Facebook because Facebook doesn't like YouTube. Facebook does not want YouTube links to be visible on its platform because it competes directly with YouTube in terms of video content and it will continue to get aggressive in that space and want you to put native content on its platform and share your videos there. We may experiment with this this season and actually format content for you to watch on YouTube, but the problem with, or I'm sorry, backup, format content for you to watch on Facebook the problem with Facebook and Instagram is that relatively hard to organize. YouTube has a much better system for organizing your videos and your feed. Facebook just doesn't have that. Again, it's just kind of a mess and I've mentioned that already. So let's switch and let's let's talk about Twitch. Um, we've kind of mentioned a smattering of, of platforms this week and I'm, I've been talking about TikTok and what that's all about and why you're now getting buried there. But we need to talk about Twitch just a little bit here in the next half of the show so really the biggest platform growing inside of cosplay right now is Twitch. It's where everybody wants to be. It's where everybody's streaming, and streaming is becoming the big deal. It's easy to do, so to speak. At least it's easy to create. And there's monetization at a much sooner point. So you don't need as many people to monetize, even though you do probably spend a lot more time streaming. The demands are a little bit lower than they are for Facebook in terms of the low level at which you can start to monetize. This is also possibly due to the demand right now on Twitch and just how competitive things have gotten in all of these spaces. What I won't recommend, and I've talked about this before, you know, get on the 10 platforms that exist now and create content for all of them. But that's really hard to scale. You really have to pick one or the other. You can take the same piece of content and apply it to many platforms, but creating native content and different content for every single one of these platforms would be very difficult. I don't know many people that do this. If I did it full time, I think I would. I would I would have things that would go on YouTube, totally different from things on Twitch, totally different from Facebook, totally different from Instagram. It would be a lot of fun. There is a much better chance that you are not seen in spaces like TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. People are flooding these platforms, like literally just droves and droves and droves. We've seen more people jump onto social media in the last year than probably in many years prior. I don't have the exact statistics, but I know that many of the newer platforms have exploded in the last year because of COVID. How we find our news, it's how we connect. It's how we do everything because, well, we were isolated for over for 18 months. And really, some of us still are. And what I feel like is that for the production efforts that you would put into a TikTok video, that most creators honestly could just be on Twitch or on YouTube, have a better chance of making money. They would have better evergreen content in either of those spaces than they would on TikTok. TikTok, to me, very difficult for people to go way back in your feed and find any value in those videos that you've put out. It's really very momentary. It's very in your face. And the big thing about TikTok is I don't think there's any monetization. I don't know anything about if you get this many subscribers and you have this many people watching you, you get this. There's no payout. 
the payout is you get to brag about how many followers you get. You can reach out to companies and say you have billions of TikTok followers. And if they know anything about TikTok, they can say, well, okay. And they might look at your other platforms because in the beginning, it was very easy to build on TikTok. The benchmark for monetization on TikTok is really in the millions of followers versus other platforms, which is like thousands. And I, I mean that like scalability, like when someone is going to be interested in how many people you can reach because they're looking at percentages. If, if you're in marketing and you're looking at TikTok and you're saying, okay, well, this person has two and a half million followers on platform, three and a half percent of that is about the amount of people that are going to see any post. And of those people, maybe one to two percent take actual action. So that number gets much smaller than that two and a half million that you've collected. You look at all the likes, that's great. You look at how many times that they're showing up on front pages and things like that so they can continue to snowball. If you're just looking to monetize, given the level of production, then you're going to be a little bit disappointed with TikTok, even if you are consistent over the same span of time. You're just not, you're going to feel like you put a ton of effort into something and you didn't get a whole lot back. Right now, Twitch seems to be one of the easiest spaces to gain traction, and by easy, I mean that you don't get the same just buried alive effect that you do on other platforms. People come to you for a specific reason on Twitch. They tend to gravitate towards your personality, or they're, they're looking for a personality. You can get a lot of the same games played. You can get a lot of the same content. It's a very personality-driven it's become a space to connect with the creators because you can sit there and you can chat, you can create the discords. So there's a lot more personalization, which you don't get on any of the other platforms right now. There's, there's no real good way. Like you can go live on Instagram, but reading through the comments isn't very, it's just not very well organized. Not like it is with Twitch where you can, you know, you can have multiple screens and you can see all the comments that are coming up on one screen and then you can have yourself on the other screen you can see your video game you know there's there's better ways to organize it setting up a stream is the tough part you're going to spend somewhere in the neighborhood of thousand to five thousand dollars on equipment as time goes on the set computer console wardrobe possibly uh digital effects music you know if you're a cosplayer you're probably cosplaying while you're streaming, which can be super uncomfortable. There's just, there's a lot to consider. I mean, a chair on its own costs five or $600 in some cases. If you want a gaming chair and you don't have one, there's a learning curve. If you're not into production, you don't know anything about live streaming. So you're going to find it tough. And it's going to be a little bit nerve wracking because unlike podcasts where you can go back and edit out all of the ums and ands and likes and all of the vocal stops and all of the dead air, you can't do that when you're live. You have to be on and you have to be active and in it. The game fills a lot of that space. You don't have to say much all the time, but I would find that my quality of playing would probably go down at least at the beginning because I'd have to be paying attention to what people are saying in the chat. So if I'm not being prompted, I have to be glancing over at the chat while I'm playing the video game, which requires concentration, like there's just a lot of going on. So you're in control of your stream, you're in control of your, you're in control of your game, and you're in control of your chat. So with all of that going on, like yeah, you're going to need a moderator. It's it's going to start to get more and more complicated. It is easier, and overall, my theory is the same. No matter what platform I'm on, 
I'm not here to break the algorithm. I'm not here to game a system. Game in marketing is reach. And usually that means buying it and minimizing the amount of cost going into reaching people with the highest potential to build a relationship with you online that leads to purchase. Okay, It's a very straightforward process. It's a sales funnel. You're building followers so that they subscribe to your platform. They stay on platform so that you continue to realize net income for what you do. Whether that's sharing your fandom, your art, your creativity, you're getting paid. Thanks so much again for being here, everyone. Be sure to share the podcast, to rate the podcast, to comment. And of course, you can find us on YouTube for weekly videos, interviews, Subscribe to us there and hit the bell for notifications on the latest content. This is Scotty B with Periods of Cosplay Sanctuary, and we will have more for you next week. Bye-bye.